Welcome to Pitch Talks. Hi, bro. On to the next one. Um, just to start off, well, welcome everybody to Pitch Talks. Oh, I'm Drake. I'm Drew. Yeah, that's not Drake. You want to be Drake so bad? <laughs> nah, uh, I'm Dre. I'm Dre, as always. Blessed and highly favored. Um, no complaints, man. We we still rolling. We working. We in good health. I'm trying to get back in shape. I'm riding my bike. I'm playing basketball. 16-year-old kid tried to beat me the other day. Didn't let it happen. <laughs> Can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. I've been blocking seven. I've been I've been blocking seven year olds. It looks like at the park because just can't let it happen. Can't let them win. <laughs> that's that's about it though. Chilling. Yeah, yep. Same for me, man. I've been working out great. Um, um the job is great. Um, back on track, looking good. Um, my workouts are amazing right now. I just feel to get back in. The- in the ring, probably hopefully in a couple months, it's like sparring. Oh, you gonna start boxing again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm about 10, 12 pounds away from where I need to be to get back in the ring. So, I'm starting away. Cool. Great. I'm looking great. So, life is good. Um, no complaints here. Um, definitely blessed as well. All right. So, let's get it cracking on the first game. We're just doing our games, and there's a couple games because there's an internet or there's a break. Uh, for whatever reason, I think it's cups. Probably more on that. I think there's a cups or something like that, and there's this Africa thing that's going on as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think they usually break for that. I don't, I don't know. This might be just one of those just normal, just we just don't have Premier League games. I don't think there's. I mean, there might be some cups, but I didn't look too much into it. I think it's nice that they get a break, but there is the African Cup of Nations that's coming up. Um, so a lot of teams are worried because they'll be losing some of their players and, uh, they'll have some big Premier League games coming up. It's always something, it's always big for Liverpool because Salah and Mane are both African players. So it's always something for them where it's like, okay, can they, Figured our stuff out for the next couple games while these dudes is out. Um, but yeah, enough, enough about that. Uh, getting into Chelsea versus Brighton. I gotta say, before the game, um, big ups to Brighton because they've been playing. They've been playing like, well, they've been playing the whole season, but they haven't been able to get the goals. But lately, lately they've been able to get the goals. Like they play, they play good football. It's like, they're like a budget man city, I would say, because they don't have, the money to spend on the type of players that Man City has, but they want to play like Man City. So it's like you got that mentality to play like Man City where you want to pass the ball a lot, but you just don't have you don't have De Bruyne, you don't have Bernardo Silva and blah 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 blah. So I'm gonna give them credit. Um they got some ballers. Yeah, they got some ballers, they got Lampton, they got Yep. yep. Motor, motor's nice. I like Trossard. I've always liked Trossard. He's a good player. And I'm a big um, Cucurella fan, so yeah. Yeah, Cucurella's a baller. Yeah, they got some the, new, the, the new guy who I told you that I'm gonna keep an eye, that you said you're gonna keep an eye, and I'm gonna keep an eye on. Dude's nice. Dude's nice. He didn't start this game, but he came in, and every time I see him on the pitch, like dude looks good. It's uh, wet, wet. It's no, it's wet. It's wet, wet or something wet, like that. Wet. The the one dude who I can't figure out how to say his name. Yeah. 
but yeah, he he's a good player. But yeah, just to get into the game early on, we do our normal stuff. We get a lot of attack coming down, like with our wing backs and stuff like that. Um, you got a lead. couple. You Say what? Very lead, Lukaku. Yeah, yeah. So we had a couple chances with Aspie, and then we had a couple. We had a chance with Rudiger. Rudiger, excellent defender. I would say might be a stretch to say top five. Um, I think I think his athleticism might put him in the top five, but he's not always like the best decision maker. But he he's he's excellent. Like easily top ten, maybe top five defenders in the world. But when it comes to like scoring goals when he gets chances. That's not his game. That's not his game. It's just not his game. It is what it is. Like, I can live with that because he's so good on defense and he's so good at, like, helping us carry the ball. And he's solid, like, passing the ball and stuff like that. But he gets a lot of, like, headed chances, and I never expect him to go in. Like, that's just that's just a part of his game that I've understood, like, he's not strong at. Um, but, yeah, like Drew said, Lukaku starts to scoring off. We get a corner. I think it's Mason Mount, and Lukaku just makes a good run. Uh, it looks like he might have might have pushed Mo- <laughs> uh, Mope out of the way a little bit, but it is what it is. Like uh, it happens. Some, sometimes, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes they call a foul in the box. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. But it's one of those. It's one of those that I gotta say because I've been complaining a lot about uh, refereeing. If that happened to a Chelsea player in Newt's court, I would have been upset about it. So it's just one of those things that sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. But good good header from him anyway. Um, after that, honestly, like we had a couple chances, but I gotta say, Brighton really played. Uh, they really played better football than us. Um, there was a lot of opportunities where they were able to isolate Lamptey against Alonso, which should have never been a thing. Rudiger should know. Yeah, Rudiger should should know like going into the game, and I'm sure he was coached on this. Like, you can't. Let Lamptey go against Alonzo. It's going to be like a cone drill. Like Drew likes to say, like, Alonzo doesn't have a chance to stay with this man, like, just foot speed wise. He literally just kick, can kick the ball past him and go get it. Alonzo's just not quick enough. And um, they didn't end up scoring off of that, but that was like a lot of their attack down the right side was just like, hey, Lamptey's just quicker than Alonzo. Like, we're just going to give him the ball and let him go. Um, Lalana, say what? I will say, um, my quick note at the beginning, this is all I got to say about the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. I like the way Romulo was looking earlier, but he was bleeding after 15 minutes. And I, that was, I was really <laughs> worried about that. Like, yeah, he's I was uh, heavy after 15 minutes. Well, well, I don't want to make excuses for him, but he's just coming off COVID and he hasn't been playing that much. So okay, my that's kind of... That's kind of where it is. I mean, yeah, he, 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 I feel like he's got a history of like not always being in the best shape, but in this case, like it was coming off of COVID and, and not, and just not having a chance to get game ready, basically. Cause two, cause two will snap about us not really having a full squad and having so many people out for COVID and not getting a rest and not getting games postponed. And this yeah. is the kind of game you get. Cause that's the one thing I would say about this game. We look tired. Like, yeah. Brighton did outplay us. I want to give them credit, but we look tired. If you watched us this game, people just look exhausted, man. People people need a break. So it's a great thing we have this break because we needed it. And when he gets tired, he, you need your front guys to press 
And yeah, then once he gets yeah, down, and he ain't gonna press. Yeah, yeah. So they just do whatever they want. They just do whatever they want, and that's what they did to us this game. Uh, so yeah, in in the first half and early second half, they they just had a couple really good chances. Um, one of their best chances came from Chalaba just completely misreading a ball. What um, the what com- the what the hell? What, what was that? Yeah, yeah. So. Actually, I got I got notes on this, and it carries on almost into the next game. So, so Chalaba's a Chalaba's a good defender, but the person that plays the central of our three defenders has to be an excellent defender. Like first, they got to be good in the air. Second, they got to be good reading the game. So Chalaba's pretty good reading the game. You see him make blocks all the time because he's athletic and he can just get there, but. He's not good enough to play that central defender spot in the system that we play because you have to be good in the air and you have to be really, really good at reading the game. And Chalaba, you've noticed a lot of times he'll get out of position, but his athleticism will get him back. So you can't, you can't because you're right there on goal. So you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, we got a player that I can deal with that. And I'll, yeah, so. That that chance right there, they should have scored. Like literally, that was just terrible defending, and they should have had a goal. So late on in the second half, uh, Lalana missed another shot that should have at least been on target. Mindy probably would have saved it because he was in good position, but Lalana literally just missed the shot. And then late late on in the game, uh, ball goes out to your boy Kukurea, and um, he has a nice little cross in, and Danny Welbeck, fresh off the bench, gets the header. And this just goes back to my point that I was saying earlier. Chalaba cannot be that central defender because if you watch this, Chalaba is in front of Danny Welbeck for this ball. It is a good ball. It goes over Chalaba's head. He doesn't read it well because if you look at him, like when he jumps to head this ball, it's almost like he just kind of throws his head randomly. Like, he doesn't jump and try to, like, say, okay, I'm going to get there and I'm going to head it out. Even if he headed this ball, there was no way he knew where it was going to go. Like, so he could have just, like, got it to it with his head and it would have just bounced to another player. Like, he looked like he had no control or no authority in the box at that position. Tiago Silva is either going to go towards the ball and head the ball or at least put a body on the defender behind him. Chalaba did none of those things. He just jumped randomly and gave Danny Welbeck an easy chance to win this header and basically gave Brighton a point. But honestly, like performance-wise, Brighton deserved the point. So it's like, am I upset that we didn't play better? Yes, but you yeah. can almost tell. You can almost tell. Like, they just tired. They, they, they just tired out there. And you don't like to make excuses for your team, but, like, they look exhausted, especially Mount. Mount needs Mount a break. A I was gonna, it's one of my Mount, yeah. Mount. Mount, Mount needs a, a break. Been a he made a terrible play that should have been a penalty. I don't know how that wasn't a, a, a penalty on Mount. Oh, I have to go back and watch that. I probably he missed. On a probably missed part, um, in the box, like he clearly he was tired, but mm-hmm. I don't have no idea. And we'll get into this <laughs> in our random topic. How the hell that's not a penalty? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's more that's more than anything. This game, I just think we got we had a tired team. Like players are being forced to play because of COVID, and Tuco knows how important these games are. 
And basically people's argument was like, well, why don't you bring in some youth players? It's like, we're still in a title race. Like we can't afford to just bring in youth players to play against Premier League teams. Like that's just like giving the game away. So we have to play people like Kovacic before he's 100% back. And we have to play other players that like Lukaku, who's just coming off of COVID. We got to play him because we don't have many more options. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those situations where it's like you just kind of got to deal with it um, and keep rolling. Like it sucks because it puts us in a tough position to try to catch City, which sucks. But like I can't, I can't get too mad because the players just look tired. Like if you play two games in three or four days, like it's the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and then the weekend. Yeah, like it's it's tough. It's tough. So it is what it is. Not the best game from us, but. We 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 move. We got to keep working. We got to keep working. Got to get better. Hopefully, get some rest. All right. So, uh, play of the game. Um, I'm actually gonna say just because I don't want to be lazy and give it to goal scores. I'm gonna say Lalana. I feel like he picked up good positions. Had a good couple good opportunities. He is known for being injury prone. I don't think he came off this game injured. I hope he didn't because he constantly comes off injured. But he used to play for Liverpool, and when he was healthy, man was just – he was elite. He's getting up there in age now, so he don't stand out as much. But I'm going to give him – I'm going to give him the player of the match. And I just want to um, speak about the importance of Thiago Silva and Christensen to our team because those two, I feel comfortable playing that central center back position. Chalaba, I don't think you'll see him again in that position. He'll be on the right or the left, I think, but I don't think you'll see him in that central center back position. It's funny because this year, I think it's making me realize just with the system that we play, how important like each position is. Like just because you're a center back, um, if the system calls for you to play a certain way, you can't play that way. Like you don't need to be there. And, we had Chalaba in midfield, didn't work. I don't ever want to see him in midfield again. We had him at central center back, and I don't want to see him there again. But the right or the left, do your thing, Chalaba. Like, do your thing. You you can play there. I feel good about you there. But nah, I don't want I don't want to see you at DM, and I don't want to see you in central center back. So that's my takeaway from this game: is he's he's got to play he's got to play those roles. <laughs> Yep, play a position, man. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm just gonna give it to Romelu because he's one of my favorite players. He fell off in the second half, but whatever. That's your that's your team. So uh, <laughs> let's get on to the next game, man. So the next game is my boys. So what we have here? Brentford versus City. So this was a, this was a, this was a, I would say it could have been a blowout, but we just missed opportunities. Um, but early on, just quick notes, starting off the game, um, Grealish really is playing the false nine position. Uh, I, even though the way the game went, didn't exactly go the way he wanted to go. 
but I do like Grealish there. Um, I think that if we can get him to sink into the middle of the field, uh, he can do, you know, display his passing ability and those attributes and ball handling better than he can on the left side because really, Foden's got that on lock and, and I don't see him taking, uh, anybody taking it from him. So, uh, but Foden is back, like I mentioned, uh, and, uh, I will say Brentford is playing really well. Um, even though we're heavy favorites in this game, um, uh, Fernandino's in there for Rodri, at, uh, the central defensive mid, um, and my boy Zachenko is in. And this is something I mentioned on the previous podcast. Um, we can't play Laporte with a, with a defensive mind, with a non-defensive minded, uh, fullback. We have to pair him with somebody who will play their position and get back. And Pep heard me, and and he put and the thing goes out there, right? So uh, I I appreciated that. Um, it's not like Pep. I see this is me or like that, but I appreciate <laughs> I'm watching the game um, yeah. that I'm seeing the same coaches here. You know, Pep, so, Pep out here tuned in the pitch talks. Love yeah, to see yeah, it. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> so, um, early on, uh, Diaz makes a, a a terrible mistake. Uh, you know, Ruben has had he's had a tough year. I would say he he was a superstar last year. Yeah, he was probably the best defender in the world last year, man. He was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he made a huge mistake, but uh, Edison was able to to help us out and and, and kind of close off the space and, and we get the save. Um, that was an interesting play. Then at Diaz, he almost gives up a goal, but Edison takes. Another one on the deflection. So Diaz makes two two mistakes early on. This is around the 14 minute mark. Uh, Brentford gets a good shot. Um, like basically a minute later, uh, Edison makes another save. So Edison's out here balling, and uh, I appreciate that. You know, he, he's a super great. He's changed the game from an offensive standpoint. And you can listen to the commentators that talk about he's out here playing like he's a midfielder. And he also. Yeah. Also, he's different, man. He's he's different. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little too risky and, and nonchalant for my uh, <laughs> standard. Yeah. So, but um, at least <laughs> for your health, man. He's yeah, a hazard yeah, to your health. I just, when, I, when I see, sometimes he just makes you know, some 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 poor decisions. So, but early on, our first goal, my boy KDB. Makes a beautiful pass, um, finds Foden, and, and just a beautiful finish by Foden. Um, not a whole lot to say. Not much of a touch there. Just doesn't even touch it. Just just passes it off the off the off the um, pass back to the I don't. Yeah, I don't even know which one I was more impressed with because like the pass was perfect because it beat the line when it looked like it was offside, and then the finish is just like nonchalant, man. It's like, oh yeah. Let me let me just let me just shoot this and make the shot. <laughs> it it looked too easy. The finish looked too easy, man. It's, yeah, but too easy. Just a ball it, that's a difficult. Was, that's a difficult yeah. play to to keep it just accurate like that. Abs, so, absolute baller, man. He's a he's he's ridiculous. <laughs> and I tell I keep I mean, this over and over again. We are completely different teams <laughs> when Foden is out there. When Foden is out there, we're one of the best teams in in the world. We're the best team in the world. Nobody can beat us, in my opinion. If we have Foden out there, we got KD out there healthy for a full game. Nobody's beating us, but we're a completely different team than Foden. Yeah. 
that as well. It's different, man. It's different. The defense, you could they have to put two people on. They got to they got to worry about it. He draws attention. It's weird though. It's weird too because it's not like he's blazing fast or anything like that. But he's just like really good with the ball. You're not taking the ball from him. He's great finisher on his left foot and just knows where to be. Like positioning is like I don't know. It's like the biggest thing in soccer. It's just like you don't get lucky and get in the right place at the right. And just be at the right place at the right time. Like you just know where to be, depending on like how the play is building up. And he's got that. He just knows where to be. It's ridiculous. He's twitchy. It's like it's the way I describe it. Yeah. He's not a super great athlete, but he's super athletic. Um, he's not the fastest, but he's you know he can his left to right type of direction. He can change directions. Those type of things with the ball. And, and Quick. Also Quickness. Big dribbles and so he's just super skilled and on top of that, you know, he's he's the twitchy athlete. That's what you must know. Uh, he's not a super great athlete, but he's a really good athlete. And and then also he's smaller, so you know, not a whole lot of headers in both his games on the ground, but he's a good player on on the ground. Um yeah. so uh Fernandino makes a crucial clearance, uh Early on, um, you know, a lot of notes early on on this game. Uh, Tony and Diaz is just a great, just a great physical match to watch. Uh, just, it was just, you just watch those two and just do the same the game, just like, yo, let's do this. Yeah, they fight. They were not playing. So that was, I love the, I love to see that. Uh, like the individual matchups. Ivan Tony, uh, really tested Diaz in this game. Uh, any notes from the first half? Like, move on to the second half. Not really, man. I don't have a lot from this. I mean, for me, most of the time it was it was that goal, which was just ridiculous. And my notes for Brentford, you said they've been playing well, but I just I think they just lost it a little bit. I think they surprised people earlier in the season, but I think now it's just. Okay, we know y'all are gonna cross the ball a lot, and we know y'all are trying to score headers because y'all don't have really the most creative players. So that's that's what I've seen from them. But maybe you've seen more than me. Oh, they've been playing well, and they really gave, they really tested us in this game. This could have been a draw type of game, but uh, Ederson's out there balling. Uh, you know, we say Ederson's not happy. Like, I'm doing this clean sheet. I don't care if y'all gonna mess it up. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> um, so I was talking about this earlier on. Grealish, uh, Pep wasn't feeling Grealish in the false nine. So uh, Grealish <laughs> sent out wide, and uh, you see Foden playing as the false nine in the second half. Um, interesting move, um, but the way the game played out, you could see that coming. Um, Grealish just wasn't um, making the right runs at the right time, getting the timing down. Um, uh, just, he didn't get enough chances really to finish anything, but he just wasn't making things happen or being a threat. So Pep was like, you know, we got to move you outside uh, where you feel more comfortable with this in this system. And, you know, really, he, he could play in the middle. But um, obviously, he's not taking anybody in the spot right now. That's a lot. So I guess we got to figure it out. We'll give this. Either way, we're going to have to figure it out. And then it makes way too much money. We got to figure it out. We got to figure out a way to play it. 
Yeah, yeah. I I think I think you should just be patient and trust Pep. Like Sterling was kind of like a raw talent when he came, and uh, he just really like flourished under Pep. Like Sterling went from this just quick winger who just kind of dribbled a lot and created chances, wasn't the best shooter, to like being up there with the top scorers in the Premier League. Like so, I think if you're patient and Wilshire works and kind of not maybe not parties as much. I think I think yeah. Pebble I think I think Pebble get to him and help him become a top player. I mean, you see what he's doing with Foden, and of course Foden's younger, so he's got probably younger. I don't know their ages, but he's probably a little younger. But either way, like if Pep thinks it's worth putting the time in and helping him develop, then He'll get it together, but you already pay him. with with Grealish. With Grealish, I think it's up here though. Like I just his mentality, bro. Like I don't know if it's there. Like he seems like an arrogant. I ain't gonna lie, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, say, I will say he's tried to fit in. He hasn't tried to just make crazy runs. Yeah. Yeah. Finish. He's just hasn't finished. If he scored more goals, we wouldn't be talking about him. Just because yeah. But he's not but he's not a goal scorer, bro. Like it's just not his real game. Like he's in our system I don't he's, know. Gonna be, he's gonna have to be a goal scorer. And he's not gonna be a middle player, you know. That, that, yeah. unless, because KDP, Dunnigan, Rodri, there's nobody there's Silva, there's no there's no space. He can't play like he has to be he has to yeah. be uh, outside or 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 false line guy. And it's not yeah, like yeah. even though Morris is leading our team is scoring, it's not like Morris out here um balling. Uh, he just he just had he just leading our team in goals. He, he hasn't really done a whole lot um like he did last year. He's just out of the mind. It's, it's not like yeah, I mean, I I just I mean I think at the beginning of the season when y'all are beginning or whenever y'all signed him, I was just like. Y'all need a cane or whatever. I guess y'all will take Grealish, but he doesn't. He doesn't fill the void that y'all needed. Like to me, to me, Grealish is just a luxury at this point. Like y'all don't, y'all don't really need him. So, but that's just my opinion. He can be, he can be really dangerous. I, t- I talked about this early on in the season. We could have him and Foden all on the same side and KDB and, and work a triangle. And do some different goals. Like the talent there, like you could just overwhelm the team on 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 one of their sides if, if definitely you just figure it out. But it's just maybe a change of formation where we have maybe four guys in the middle. Um, maybe that's. But I don't think that's going to change because it's not working out. But I think probably the best move for for really is to play four guys. Yeah, I think I think what he misses the most is just a left back that runs in behind because you got to think like Cancelo and probably Zinchenko too like they don't like always just making a run in behind you and the reason he likes that run in behind is because he likes to cut inside so he can either cut inside like and take a shot or just lay a pass off to the player that's running by him but Cancelo don't want to do that. Cancelo plays basically in the midfield is trying to pick out passes. So, yeah, I mean, it. 
I think it's going to take some time to see if he can adjust his game to what Pep's trying to do, but we'll see. Other than that, he's just going to be a late sub in games that y'all just can't break teams down, and he's just going to try to dribble past somebody and get fouled. That's that's what y'all are going to use him for, just to change the tempo. <laughs> yeah, and, um, so my final note on this game is uh, uh, Foden's also a penalty. Uh, just being super clever with his feet, this dude just trips him up because he can't, he can't hang with him. And, um, <laughs> KDB, uh, yeah, yeah, takes KDB takes the set piece and uh, finds the point for the goal, but it gets uh, waved off because he's a, a half a hair or whatever offside, you know, referee and all that later. But um, it should have been another assist for KDB, but whatever. And um, KDB in this game was a straight baller. He was a player. He was just special. And he was the reason why he won this game. He was a, he, he showed why he's one of the greatest athletes in this game. He controlled the game. He just, dudes just didn't finish. And if dudes don't finish, then it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> you know, as a, a playmaker. As a, yeah, as a playmaker, yeah. They gotta, they gotta finish in order for you to get credit. Otherwise yeah. it, just goes down and gets forgotten, right? Yeah, you just won't get credit on this pod. That's it. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, big shout out to KDB, man. In my opinion, you're the GOAT. So, um, just, just good job playing. And I'm glad to see you healthy and, and playing amazing. So, that was mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, last game for the first half of this. And uh, we can go to break now. Right. Help you, right, help man. yourself out, man. Help yourself out. Right, so we back now. All right, we're gonna go into our random topic, and this one we're gonna keep it a little sports related. We're gonna keep it to the Premier League, actually. Um, we're gonna talk about refereeing and uh, VA, VAR. Um. I guess we don't want to talk too much about certain plays, but we can't. Which I think stand, which I think stands for video assistant referee, for people don't, that don't know. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah, if that's not it, that's close enough. <laughs> if that's not it. That's close enough. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, initial uh, just thoughts on on VAR. Um. Yeah, I mean, my main thing is I just think they have too much power. Uh, for example, when a foul gets called, and I talked about this earlier, but when a foul gets called, or change it, maybe when a foul doesn't get called and the video assistant referee thinks it's a foul, they'll call the referee over. And the referee, I would say 15 times out of 16 times, I don't know the true percentage, would agree with the video assistant referee. So that referee who's been there live in action and seen the play happen live will agree with the referee that's seen the play happen in slow motion. Which is understandable. I would say, fi- I would say 15, I would say 15 out of 16 times though. Like, it's like 95%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm stretching it because I wanted to say nine times out of 10 because that's the norm, but it's more than that. It's more than that. Yeah. Most when I when I see the referee go 
and look at the screen, I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's a foul, bro. That's it. That's it. You might as well stop watching. Like, if it's your team that the fouls against, stop watching, man. It's over. That's it. So, but then the, just, I don't know. And sometimes I feel like some, they should look at it and they just refuse to look at it. Like, in the Chelsea game, even though it was like 20 seconds in, Mane basically threw an elbow at Azpilicueta. And I don't think they even looked at it to think, oh, maybe this should be a red card. You know, I don't even think they looked at it. They were just like, all right, yellow card, we cool with that, let's roll. So it's like, why pick and choose? Like, you don't even have to stop the game to look at the camera. Why pick and choose? Why not look at everything? And yeah. I guess a good thing they don't look at everything because everything will get turned around because they just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, so I have my thoughts are a little complicated on this one. So mm-hmm. I feel like this issue is an issue that's in every sport. We're all, everybody in every sport is super pissed off at referees. There were a couple mm-hmm. calls this past weekend. I was like, yo, that's not holding, you know, for <laughs> when I was watching football. But that's clearly not a penalty. What are we doing? And then y'all went and reviewed it, and it's like y'all got a different feed than us. That, see, that's my biggest problem with VAR and, and, and review and all this stuff, is that at home, it shouldn't be like, I feel like I got a better view of the play. <laughs> On the field, with the replay, slow-mo, all that cuts up, and you're, you're, you're moving this, you know, the video and all that. Like, there's no way at home I should feel like I was, we've been cheating. Yep. No, because I can see clear day in HD, whatever. You got it on the field, though. So you should be able to figure it out. So, and the explanations that I get when you, when they put these referees, uh, former referees that they do on these halftime shows or post game shows, like bring, bring the guy in to like be talking about what the hell the referees What doing. happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you always, you always feel disappointed. You never feel like, <laughs> Oh, all right. You oh, okay. Right? That makes you sense. Right? Yeah. You're yeah, you're good. You're <laughs> no, it's not that. It's always, but well, I'm more confused. Um, there was a play, and I don't want to get too much into the city game, but um, mm-hmm. there was uh, some confusion about why this play was reviewed and another play wasn't reviewed. And the referee's explanation was, well, if you look at the initial contact, um, that would have been a, you know, a, a penalty. But the minute he did this other thing, that's a penalty now. But if both of them are penalties, then it doesn't matter if they if he just did the first thing. There should just be a penalty. It shouldn't be, oh, they would have let the first foul go if the second foul didn't happen. What does that What does that even mean? No, a foul is a foul no matter where you're at on the pitch. And there's no verbiage in that I know of that states that if you foul somebody in the box, it needs to be egregious or it's not a foul. So, it's an that, unspoken law. It's, a, it's an unspoken rule, like, for referees. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's like, it's like it's there. It's like it's there. Um, but yeah, there was a couple different instances, I think, that VAR just completely just messed stuff up. I think it was a, a Wadford game. And this one player for Watford, I think, was just running like into the box and he had beat one guy. Um, and I think the second guy he had beat two, but he had like held his jersey, but he still had the ball and the referee blew the whistle and stopped his momentum. 
And I was like, the referees literally, I was like, the referees literally just can't get it right right now. Like they are just, they are just tripping. Yeah, they are just tripping. And I was just like, and I was already upset about the referees last game. So this, that did not help my situation at all. It didn't help at all. And of course, there's the, the city incident that, uh, Arsenal felt like they should have, yep. Arsenal felt like they should have got a penalty because Ederson, slid to try to get the ball. And if you watch the video or the clip that was going around the internet, Ederson did not get the ball first. <laughs> it was a foul. It's debatable. It's the, uh, now, now, it's yeah. not debatable. It's yeah. only debatable I if you're a city a little man. slow motion. I didn't get a response, <laughs> but whatever. I said to the yeah. slow motion. It looked like the dude stepped on Ederson's foot and Ederson t- kicked the ball out. That's what but it looked like. Me, but to me, in that situation, though, foot, but to me, in that situation, ball. If y'all are both going to the ball, it's like whoever's foot is in front so is the one that beat you. Yeah, it's so like it's, be, it's beating you to the spot. Yeah, yeah if he yeah, beat yeah, you exactly. to the spot, then you have to, if you have to go through him to get to the ball, then it's a foul on you. But he didn't go through him. It like, looked like he slid his foot under his foot and got stepped on, and then that's mm, when the foul okay. But if you look at it in right, slow, well, slow motion, it looks like dude mm-hmm. stepped on his foot. It wasn't like he kicked the dude's foot and then his foot hit the ball. It looked like then, Edison's foot went under his foot and then he stepped on his foot. That's what it looked like then, to me. It looked like the yeah. dude was like, I don't have a play. To sh- I don't have a shot to make. Because if you look at the play, why would his left foot be there if you're going to make a shot on the ball? If you're going to make a shot. He, he wasn't trying to make a shot. That's that's fine though. That's fine though. That's fine though. He doesn't he doesn't have to he doesn't have to be trying to get a shot. He could be trying to protect the ball and you can't go through him. You know what I mean? But he did. I'm saying he went under his foot. That's what I'm saying. If he would have went through his foot like they were trying to say, like, but if you watch the play, but if he clearly if he clearly went if he clearly went under his foot and didn't make any contact, like it it would have been easy to tell that. You know what I mean? No, you look at the play. If you look at the play, but I watched it multiple times. Like, yo, you on this angle. His foot, he got his foot got stepped on. His foot was, if you look at it at the angle that I sent you, he literally mm-hmm. stepped on his foot. It wasn't Edison hit his foot. It was Edison uh, went under yeah. his foot and he got stepped on. You gotta watch the play. Yeah. But um, anyway, either way, either way, it's a foul <laughs> on Edison. But it's but my whole point about his foot being under his foot because obviously you can't trip somebody up anyway. Even if even yeah. if it's an accident, even if his foot is under his foot, it's still. Technically a penalty because you're tripping up the defender who has they have the possession, so you can't just trip somebody up to try to get the ball. But there was another play, and this is on the weekend where mm-hmm. I forget the game, but the goalie is way out of the box, and then he hits the ball, and the ball goes 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 away. But then he crashes it to the defender, and then the defender falls over. So. Is that or is that not a foul? Is it a foul? I think. Because I think he, he got be, the ball first. Well, yeah, game, yeah. Oh, I would have to. I would have to see it. I would have to see it. But um, I would have to see it for sure. Because say he went diving for the ball, and uh, he got the ball, but like his foot came up and hit the player, like the referee might call a foul just because of it's such a dangerous play. So, but if he. I'm telling you, like that's the discretion thing. I swear, I don't know. I don't yeah, know if so there's a rule for that. I have to research so, it. What happened? He slid on it. He slid on the side. So he's on the side. Uh-huh. He's on the side. Mm-hmm. He hits the ball. Okay. He hits the ball away. But then, right after he hits the ball away, obviously the defender's coming. He the yeah. defender just clips over him. his body. His body, like basically, like his chest. 
Yeah, yeah. I think in those situations, I think in those situations, it's all it's all on if he got the ball or not. Because if he got none of the ball and the defender was just running and he tripped him, then yeah, it's gonna be a foul. It's gonna be a penalty or whatever the foul is. But if he did get the ball first, then most times they'll let it go, especially if it's a goalie. The goalie gets a lot of slack, bro. Goalie gets a lot of slack. Because I saw a player make a slide tackle earlier on that same day. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great games, you know, but there's a lot of questionable plays. They made slide tackle. Well, he got the ball first, but then he just took the dude out. Yeah, and yeah. Guy's so, like, no, that's a penalty. It's, Why is that it's the, He got the ball first. It's, it's the da- it's the danger of the tackle. It's weird. It's hard. It's hard being a defender in every sport. You notice, like you don't notice because you ain't a defender. I'm a defender. It's hard being a defender yeah. in every sport because all the rules are made against you because everybody wants to see scoring. So no, with that no. being said, with that being said. Uh, you can get the ball all you want if you follow through and make a lot of contact, enough contact that it just looks like it's a dangerous play. They're gonna call a foul on you. Sorry. Like I've blocked, I've blocked so many shots in basketball, and I followed through, or the way that they went up for the basket, it looked like there was a lot of contact, and I got called for fouls. Yeah. Like sometimes I just block the ball too hard and don't call a foul. It's like, bro, I didn't even touch him. I'm nowhere near him, but since I blocked the ball. Into the crowd, you want to call a foul. Like you just scared. Like I scared you into blowing the whistle, basically. And it happens all. It happens all the time, and it happens in soccer too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I just need clarification on what is a foul, what's not a foul, because I hear when I watch one game and I see another game, the announcers say, you're, "Oh, it's they got a whole different view on what's a foul, what's not a foul." It you're not gonna get it, bro. Be, it's gotta be. You ain't getting clarification. <laughs> even in, in the NFL. If you, you know, pull the defender down while the ball's in the air, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a penalty. It's a Pass penalty. interference, yeah. It's yeah. A, but you know, if if y'all just, if you're going for the ball, and you hit the ball, and then you hit the defender after, that's not a, that's not a flat. You, you, you got know the what? Ball, you know. You know what's? You know what? One thing that's ridiculous is uh. I want to see statistics on this and how many penalties are given when a player doesn't hit the ground. Because, for example, like Bernardo Silva, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Drew, Bernardo Silva, of course, drew that penalty yeah, yeah. off of Shaka, right? And uh, he there was, there was contact. He went over way too easy, and he got the penalty call. So as far as the contact there, and I want to like switch over to the Harry Kane incident where Duke was clearly just holding him. If Harry Kane would have just fallen like Silva just yeah, fell, yeah. Yep. he would have got a foul. He would have got a foul with that much contact. But because like it's just a dramatic thing. It would have went this to VAR probably. This is how yeah. Jay Hart happens. Yeah. And it's it's okay. annoying. It's annoying because like who do you get mad at? Do you get mad at the referee or do you get mad at the player? Because if I'm the player, well, I have to do this to get yes, the foul. You no, have to. Fair. You have to. You have to. Because you get fouled and if you don't go down, you're not getting called. It's yeah. as simple as that. Exactly. It's as simple as that. It happens to Sala all the time. Like you saw it happen to Harry Kane. I did have a little like argument that okay, both of them were using their arms in that situation. So maybe it's kinda like a mutual thing where you just kinda let it go because I'm biased towards defenders. Um but that was that was more contact than what happened to Bernardo Silva. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full disclosure. Had to make a special appearance. Yeah, full, yeah, full disclosure. Yeah, he always tried to be on the on the pod. I don't know. Always, bro. Always. Yeah, right. Stay in your lane. But uh, 
<laughs> well, like full disclosure, I'm the score and Dre's yep. the defender, so you're gonna hear yep. you hear our arguments. Um, I've always been I'm, I'm here I'm here to get buckets and Dre's out here to get stop buckets. And, and Simple as that. Getting get blocks. Shutting people down. Yeah, offensive defensive <laughs> play. We, we have our biases. We can't pretend that we don't have biases. But no, um, fair. fair is fair, and if I don't see no inconsistency, if I don't see no consistency, then I'm gonna be upset about. It. Yeah, that's. Simple as that. Simple as that. If somebody gets a call for something that happened, we just want the same call on our end. Simple as that. Exactly. Simple as that. I don't have no more on this. Um, nah, me, want... me either, man. Me either. It's just, you just want consistency. That's the key. That's the key. Like, I need to know that, okay, you're going to call this a foul. Call it the same way on the other end, and we good. We good. I mean, even if it's doesn't seem right. As long as it's consistent, I can't be mad. But it's not consistent right now. It's not. <laughs> you just want you just keep the integrity of the game. Just be consistent. That's all. Uh, so let's move forward. Uh, we'll go to our next game, and then we'll go to our final break, and then we'll cover the, the game. You know, the, the game past the match. Cool, cool, cool. Next game is my boys versus Arsenal. We talked about nervous when we talked about the. VAR and Fallon. Um, huge game for us. Big time game for us. Um, um, early on, my initial notes and thoughts on this uh, is uh, no folded. He's, uh, he's out because of fitness. It was a, an issue. which is probably just because we had just had a game two, three days before this game. So that's, that's, under, that's understandable. Um, but Another thing, Kep is in. Kep's not playing around. Ake's in. So Ake's in to help Laporte, make sure Laporte's not out here just doing crazy stuff. And he's out there to support. And uh, Ake out here came out here involved. And I'll get into him later on this game. But um, early on, Katie makes a crazy pass. Sterling wants at least an early corner. Uh, Katie, he's on his game right now. He's, he's, he's really locked in. Um, I really love the way he's playing. Uh, I wish he played more over more defense, but, you know, obviously every player has their flaws, and that's his flaws. He's like LeBron, like, before, I guess, the last couple of seasons, I should say, where he's just taking off on defense during the regular season, and he's just not interested in that. Um, which is understand when you have that much on your shoulders offensively, I can understand why you, you're taking taking some plays off of Sequences off, that's what I'm saying. Soccer versus, I would say, games between the other players. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, Martinelli, man, yo, what a ball he is, man. I don't, <laughs> he I don't has like been like killing it, bro. Players, He's been killing Martinelli it. Martinelli is a baller. <laughs> what up, yo? What's up? What's up? Yeah, my sister back in town on vacation. You record the pod right now. Oh, my God. You good? You good? That's all good. <laughs> What's up? Hey, what so, up? um, <laughs> Yeah, Mark Martinelli is a uh, you know he's really exposing Cancelo, is what I should say. Um, so we love to play, and we talked about this. We love to play this this three black line thing with you know, but really, uh, or four back lines to say, but um, really we're playing a three back because Cancelo just gets to do whatever and just gets to play up forward. I don't know why we just don't move him up because he's not a defender. I don't know how many what he has to do to prove that he's not a defender, but he's not a defender. Even though he can make defensive plays, he's not a defender. And 
that's not what he's good at or what, what he excels at. And you talk about this with uh, uh, TAA, well, with Trent. Yeah, it's we, the same we way. Trent, Trent's not a defender, so I don't know why you're playing him there. He be, he be getting cooked, bro. He be getting cooked. <laughs> he be getting cooked consistently. <laughs> so, you know, one of my, I have a note here, Lizzie says, Martinelli is literally killing himself. He's killing. <laughs> literally killing. But um, uh, in this game, uh, we really, really should have uh, scored Sterling Fox Diaz, but the header is a little bit off. Um, with the second missed opportunity for us to score. Um, this is around the 14-minute mark. Um, but, uh, you know, De Bruyne loses the ball, and then, um, you know, magic happens. Um, we get caught on the counter, and uh, find, uh, Salah finds uh, the, the, the right corner, and, uh, you know. Soccer, soccer. Yeah, so- soccer, yeah. Baller. <laughs> tyranny, tyranny actually finds him, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they go up 1-0. We're down at the half. Um, just a great play by Liverpool. They're super talented. I don't know if you want to talk more about that play. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal. But um, you switched teams on us, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said you said Liverpool. Oh yeah, too. but yeah. Um, I think I think Odegaard is the one that find, gets the ball in like some space, and you know about Tyranny. Tyranny's really good off that left yeah. side. Ball. Yeah, this and this this ball that he puts in, it doesn't even look like he. Picks out a player, which is good sometimes. Sometimes you just put it into a spot and hope that somebody's there for it and Sokka was there for it. And I think he hit it first time. Like, beautiful finish because you know Ederson's a great goalie, but when you hit those shots, when you, when you hit, yeah, when you hit those shots quick, like, it, it doesn't give the goalie much chance. Like, they got to be anticipating it. And Sokka, Sokka didn't really give him a chance here. Starboy, Starboy, as they call him in Arsenal. Starboy. What KDB, KDB do? All, it all started on KDB losing the ball. Just yeah. Like one thing yeah. in this game is his ball handling. And he's like, bro, just starts the break and literally costs. And then when you have guys like Laporte that you catch you taking naps throughout the game, <laughs> and then you can't have a defender or a midfielder that is not super careful with the ball. And KDB is super. He's usually careful with the ball. Like, mm-hmm. Just with the ball taken from him and it's all the minute, the minute they took the ball, like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh well there we go. Here we go. So, Cancelo's not in position. You can't stick with Martinelli. Like yeah, that's it. Yep, we're basically two on four at that <laughs> Um, so getting into the second half, uh so we can get to the the controversial play. Uh Silver <laughs> breaks down the defender. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little dip on him, changes directions, uh, but mm-hmm. um, he gets pulled jersey-wise, and he also gets clipped in his leg. So what the defender does is he puts his leg, his knee in front of the defender to try to stop him, slow him down, basically clips his knee. So Silver is, is, is off balance now, and he's going to fall him in the <laughs> Yeah, you want to debate it, but he literally, he literally puts, as an offensive player, you know, when so, a dude trips you up or, or does something like that, and they, they don't want to call a foul, it's still a foul, just because it was new. When I'm running full speed, it's a foul if you clip my knee. 
But um, anyway, he doesn't get too much. Uh, doesn't catch him too much. And mm-hmm. then um, then uh, Silver realizes, oh, all right. So in a moment, I'm not gonna be able to get to, get to this ball. He's slowed me down by clipping me. Um, and then he's, now he's pulling my jersey. So then Silver takes his time. Hey, at least at least you answered honestly. At least you answered honestly. At least you answered honestly. Because to because to me, I think what got uh, I think what got him in trouble. I think what got Shocky in trouble is the jersey pull. But how do you fall forward from getting your jersey pulled from behind? Is what I don't understand. That's what I don't understand. That's what I don't get. Like because I feel like I feel like he was still. In balance, no, and wasn't. then <laughs> and then he pulled his jersey. He pulled his jersey, so he, he fell forward. Yes. He pulled his jersey from behind, so this man fell. He pulled, no, forward. he pulled the inside of his jersey and pulled him this way. But it was the clip of the knee. That's what made him Fair off enough. balance. As an offensive player, when somebody trips you up, you're gonna fall. Like unless you're yeah. a super great athlete. Now maybe Silver probably could have stayed on his feet, um, but he was not off balance because of. Yeah. Because of the trip, and people yeah, want to but, ignore that part of it, and then this but is why. To I'm be mad. fair, but to be fair, if he didn't, if he didn't go down, he would have been like Harry Kane and not gotten the exactly, call. Exactly. So I, I, I don't know who to be mad at. I don't know. Who to, I should be mad at the officiating, or I should be mad at the players. I don't know. And this <laughs> is the part that I don't like about the analysis of this play. We all want to ignore the fact that he literally kicked his, put his leg in front of the player's direction to stop him from going and clipped him. That was the foul. The foul was the clip. It wasn't about the pull, even though the pull was technically a foul too. It's always a foul, no matter where you're at on the on the pitch. It's a foul. But if he doesn't step over him and clip his knee, that that's a foul. And then after the game, and this, we talked about this VAR, I got to listen to a former referee, whatever the dude is, talk about how if he just did that, clip him, it's not a foul. I'm like, what? That that's the foul. If, if because Silva beat him. Silva makes a great move with his feet, beats him. If he doesn't clip him like that, that's a goal. Silva's getting all, a shot. He beats yeah, him. all I want to know, yeah, all I want to know in this situation is where the ball is. Because I think I think that needs to be like put into play as far as the officiating. Because I think if someone kicks the ball and is completely out of their control and you foul them, yeah, you shouldn't have fouled them, but it's like they're clearly diving because they had no chance to get to the ball. Right. Like, stop it. But if, yes, but if you, but if you actually like got some of the ball, and they're just diving. I don't even know if I said the opposite thing. But if you actually like got some of the ball, and um, they're just they're just diving, then I think people need to take that in consideration. I think I think the ball placement needs to be more emphasized on some of these calls, and I don't think it is. I don't think they care. Yeah. No. But people are, enough people are complaining that we, this has to change eventually. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the changes they got to make, though, where the ball is. Just let them play. Just let them play. Let them play. <laughs> Even though I like the way they let them play more this year, I, I just feel like just let them play more. It needs to be yeah. egregious. Oh, I don't want to see them. I want to yeah. see them keep playing. On, cor- on corners, though, the fishing is just – it's just – I'm not gonna say it's it's inconsistent. I just don't know. I don't know what's a foul and what's not a foul on corners. Like I just I don't. don't know. It's not a good thing as a fan watching it. You need to know like like what you just you, you just you just don't know because like there's it's one of those things where I think in the NFL they say you can call holding every play, so they just call the ones that are just like 
really, really obvious. They call it fouls that are like really, really obvious, like somebody getting thrown down. But there's there's just times where I'm just like, bro, like he's literally being held. What is he supposed to do? Like, how is that not a foul? Oh, because it's in the box and you get you just get it simply you just get away with more stuff in the box. If you're in the box, it's the WWE when you're in the box. Simple as that. (laughs) Simple as that. It's just like the NBA in the fourth yeah. quarter, the referees want a referee different. Or the they don't want a referee, they just let it go. Yeah. yeah, the referees in the playoffs is, yo, whatever, go figure it out. Know, yeah, it's, the, it's a response to uh, yeah. us offensive players. It's like, yo, it's like we, we referee in playoff games now, bro. We getting paid. We ain't worried about it. <laughs> it should be the same. It should be. We made it. Different. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Mares scores a penalty on leading scorer. Um, scores. Scores, um, drills the penalty, um, just a great job, obviously. Um, but, you know, so it's now it's tied up 1 1. Um, literally a couple of minutes after that, this crazy sequence, and I'm going to get into my rant about this. Laporte out here playing for the other team, um, literally heads the ball over, over Edison into the goal, like he's trying to score a goal for the, it looked like he was, a, he was an offensive player. Didn't make you no sense. Don't make you no sense us. at all. It's, 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 it's beyond stupid play. If you're going to do that, just head the ball out of bounds and give him a corner. How you, how you manage to head the ball way over our defender like you're playing for the other team, it's like he had money in the game. It was completely insane. Uh, report, yeah. he's the most frustrating city player uh, that I got to watch. Uh, can't stand him, but we need him. We don't have a replacement for him. This is why is Stone, why is Stone's been out for so long? Is he injured or have yeah, just don't like him right now? No, nah, he's got an injury. <coughs> he's got an injury thing, and he's also okay. uh, yeah, been off and on hot and cold type of thing. Okay. So yeah, Stone's got injury and fitness and other things going on mentally. Just have to be there. But he also makes a lot of mistakes, but not like before. I would like to see Stone's in there. It is what it is. Um, we played well. We won a lot of games with Laporte, and we're coming points above the league. You know, the season's over, basically. We're running away with it right now. Yeah, we're running away with it. Ahead, so uh, we're, gonna, we're we're likely gonna. No team has ever lost this type of league, so we're gonna likely win familiarly. But that's not what my focus is on. Um, all I care about this season is about revenge for the Champions League and, and winning that. So. And if that's mm-hmm. if we're gonna do that, we gotta have to have everybody on the same page, and we can't have dudes that are liabilities. And right now, yeah. it's a liability. I don't care what he's doing offensively for us. Those are all set pieces. He's not doing anything. Uh, uh, he's doing. He's making some decent passes, but he also makes for every good pass he makes, he makes four or five bad, terrible decisions. So, um, so. They help us out, and um, this is why I don't have no sympathy for Arsenal fans. I want to cry online about it. Uh, you know, get, <laughs> go ahead and drag uh, my boy Jesus down. Um, Gabriel gets a, a red card after being stupid and um, getting a yellow look about a little bit before that um, on Mahrez penalty. Just um, apparently got a apparently the penalty was about something he said to the referee, so we don't know what he said. Um, the announcers mm-hmm. want to say it was about him stuffing the penalty. Yeah, yeah, uh, I thought that's what it was for. But apparently, it was about something he said to the to the. Uh, that's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Arsenal. 
Arsenal did show a lot of immaturity this game. I think they got unlucky with some with the VAR calls, but they they just showed a lot of immaturity this game for sure. We definitely stole three points in this one. This was huge for us. Arsenal played well, but um, they get a red card. Do many people get a red card? I have no more something to play, especially when you're on a yellow. And you, it wasn't like you're on a yellow, and then you forgot. You already about got it. the warning, and then you messed it's up. It's not like you forgot about it. It was, it was literally like minutes later. It was like a yep. minute or two later that he got, he got a second yellow. So like, that's all you do. Yep. You're dumb. Y'all don't deserve to win this game because you're, you're players that don't care about being on Literally, the literally, you're just, your head's just not there. Arteta would have been losing his mind if he was at that game. He would have lost his mind. Exactly. I didn't know that. But yeah, they, they were missing the coach. And, yeah. Um, so they, they end up blowing this one. Um, so early on, um, the boring with a nice ball in the box finds Rodri. Eventually the ball finds Rodri, but the boy was just out here putting beautiful balls in the box just for, for us to finish. And it's like, it's like, yo, why do you have to finish this? Cause I'm just out here putting, <laughs> I'm doing all the work. You know, I'm putting these great balls in there. Yo, just finish it, man. Like, yeah. it, it, it hits Silver first. Silver's shot gets blocked. And then the ball finds Rodri. Rodri makes a great play. Um, to get to the left foot in the corner, goalie has no shot, and uh, this was uh, pretty sure this was in um, with, I think this was in stoppage time. I think this was in stoppage time to go. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, yep, ninety minutes. So we, we get the winner. We get our three points. We still three points, and um, we're we're on top of the league. No complaints. You know, we can move forward. Um, <laughs> have to say about this. Um, we played the referees were on our side, and I appreciate that. Yep, yep. Nothing else to that. say. Made it, made it a match for City referee, definitely, definitely yeah. referee. Yeah. Hold it so down. A man of the match is actually uh, Ake. Ake was a straight baller, covering for everybody. He's the one. I don't know if I mentioned it, but when Laporte made a stupid play, um, uh, Ake goes and clears the ball right on the. Oh line. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but he out here, he made all the plays. Cover for Laporte the whole game. Um, Ake, a baller, um, just played great throughout. Um, he's, he's my man of the match for sure. Absolutely. Cool. He plays like that. Cool. He can be a, a, a mainstay. Even though I like Zinchenko, um, he can be a mainstay because he's a, even though Zinchenko plays on the defense, Zinchenko also likes to come forward and we need a guy to cover for, um, Laporte. So. I'm I want to give it. I'm gonna give it to Martinelli, even though he missed a huge chance where he should have scored. Oh, I didn't. Even he's just he he just been yeah he just been on his game lately, and that miss hopefully don't ruin his confidence because dude he's been balling he's been balling he's been taking people on scoring goals finding people with passes like he's he's been really good and I think he and some of the other players are the reason why they're just thinking about selling Obama and they're done with him like he's. I don't know if he's going to play for Arsenal anymore. Are they looking to get rid of him? Yeah. And he was out there, yeah. like I said earlier, he was out there exposing <laughs> Cancelo. And, and, and I got to give Cancelo a little break here. Cancelo, uh, he got robbed and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. All around the world, people just pay for whatever. Um, Cancelo gets, uh, he, he got, I think he got a black eye and all the type of stuff from it. So, um, yeah. he went through his whole thing, uh, Personal, his personal life, I can understand why he wouldn't be a part of the game. Uh, he definitely was like off. So, it's understandable. Season takeaways for me, obviously, this is the last game for us. Uh, we, we're on top of the league. We're going to win the Premier League for the 
No teams get, like I said before, no, no team has ever lost a lead like this. Y'all can set a record. Y'all can be the ones. So, <laughs> yeah, and we're super talented. I just find it interesting that early on in the season, people are talking about Chelsea. Is this a one-man race? They were talking so much shit when they get in the year. Oh, this is a one-man race. They don't like Chelsea. Like, All right. Just keep talking that yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could, we could, we couldn't beat COVID and injuries, so it is what it is. Hopefully, hopefully next year, hopefully next year, or shoot, hopefully we have a strong finish to this year, and going into next year, we pick up a few players so that we're ready when the injury bug and the COVID bug comes, because we weren't ready. I gotta say that to be honest, we were not ready. <laughs> we were not ready for the injury and the COVID bug, but it's just like football, man, it's all about availability. You know, at the end of the day, the best yeah. team will always win. Yeah. It's all yeah. It's all it's sometimes it's sometimes it's the healthiest team, man. Yeah, Simple team. as that. <laughs> Arguably, we're the team in the league. Um, but on top of that, we've had a lot of fortune when it comes to COVID and all that. Um, injury wise, not so much. Um, because KDB's been our best player because he's been hurt pretty much all season for the last couple of weeks. But Cancelo is just taking over his role, so it's and, fine. Yeah, but when Silva is balling like this, <laughs> like we don't need like and Gun and Gundy is playing like this, you don't need KD. We don't. We could have won this year without him. Yeah, the way Silva is playing. And the way I mean, y'all, playing. y'all, y'all winning without y'all a hundred million dollar signing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't need Grealish. He's not carrying <laughs> anybody. <laughs> yeah, Grealish. You got to figure that shit out. All right, yeah. so we're going to go to our final break, and then we're going to go to our last uh, match. Um, definitely the biggest game and the most interesting game. Um, a lot of fun. I would say of the season. A lot of fun to watch. I would say of the season. Yeah, right? I would say game of the season for sure. Matter of fact, go any – go rewatch this. You'll be entertained. Yeah. The emotions. I'm not even a Chelsea fan. I was yeah. like, yo. <laughs> At least, at least the first half, man. At least, at least the first half. Second half, not so much. But first half, watch the first half. Wow. Good stuff. Right. Good stuff. All right, we go with a break and we come right back. All right, folks, so we'll be back for our final game Chelsea versus Liverpool. Your initial thoughts? Um. Okay, so initial thoughts were the first thing I mentioned from the last game. Like, Chalaba had no business playing in that central defender spot. So that was the, that was the biggest thing for me is that he wasn't going to be playing there because Thiago Silva was in this game. So I was like, that that's too cool seeing the same thing that I saw, and I love that. Um, I might as well be on his coaching staff because he, he fixed that problem right away and got Thiago Silva back in the game. I think he might have known already that – Chalaba probably shouldn't play there, but I think just because of health reasons, like he kind of had to play him there the last game. Um, first 20 seconds of the game, Mane actually goes in with an elbow and it's as Pilaqueta pretty hard. I think a yellow card's fair, but it's one of those things where they argue and they're like, if this is 20 minutes into the game, it'll be a red card. And that's where we just ask for the consistency. I, I don't understand. I, I heard this too. I don't understand it. 
Why is yeah, that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a consistency thing. So if, if that's a straight red card 30 minutes into the game, then it needs to be the same thing in the first minute. But I don't know. I don't think it's a red in I any feel like, situation. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it, I didn't, I didn't think it was a straight red, but I would give a, I would give a yellow or a second yellow for it because you're leading with your elbow. And even if you don't think somebody's right there, like you can't, you can't just throw your elbow out like that. So to me, it's an easy yellow. Yeah, it's an accident. You're not trying to hit them, but it's like you have to know, like from a vantage point, if you're going for a ball, you can't, you can't have your elbow up that high. Um, but either way, like they got away with it. They got a yellow card, kind of moved on. Um, we had some early pressure. Uh, won the ball back up high. I think it was Mount, and uh, the ball fell to Pulisic. And it's one of those chances that I'm like, man, Pulisic, yeah. if he was in form, huh? This was a Trent mistake. You left that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trent, yeah. Like, yeah. See, some... man, we talk about Trent's defense already. But... Yeah, yeah. Trent, Trent, Trent does make does make an error here, but I want to give credit. I want to give I want to give credit to the press because we. We do press pretty well in certain situations, and I think we just put a lot of pressure on him, and it pressured him into this mistake. Which is understandable. He didn't really have a, a forward player, but your defensive player's <laughs> the whole job is to do that. Your job yeah, is to do all yeah. that. Yeah, he's he's just not used. He's not used to having to do that that much. And I'm pretty sure he was on the left side, so I don't know if this came from like a corner, but I don't even know why Trent was over there, unless. I didn't pay attention and they were just playing him there because I think Andy Robertson was out of the game. But either way, um, in any event, no, he, he was in a right. bat pit. Was he on the right when this happened? No, he started out. He, he okay, was, but he I think I think he was on the left. He was on the left in this situation. Okay, yes, so yes, yes. If, if he's a right back, right, and he's on his right side, most of the time when you're trying to clear the ball, you're like going to the outside and you're trying to clear it with your dominant foot. So for him being on that left side is actually a struggle because you want to get to the outside and clear it with your left foot, but he's not left footed. So it's one of those things where it's like, that's a perfect opportunity for you to press him because he doesn't really have a way out because he he's have, freaking left footed. But Trent, Trent don't have a weak foot. So, you know, he can make all the yeah. ball feet accurately. Then he can make the damn clear, clear the damn ball accurately. Like, oh, nah, nah. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen, I don't think he's that strong on his left foot. I haven't seen him play that many good passes with his left foot. I think that's I think that's a weakness. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think I think you can make you can make you can really make it's one of it's one of those things you'll notice though. Like if you ever see a right footed player playing at left back, they don't look as comfortable because you wanna drive down like the line with your strong foot. So if your strong foot's not your left foot, like you're never gonna look comfortable up there. Unless like you're Cancelo and it like it is what it is, you know what I mean? You're just kind of chilling, but uh, but in any event, like we got that opportunity. It fell to Pulisic. Pulisic tries to dribble past the keeper, and the keeper just makes an excellent play. Um, I think if Pulisic is in good form, he probably makes a better decision and scores a goal here. But Kelleher, who was in for Allison, just came and made a great play, like on the ball. He just went and kind of attacked it, and the chance was gone. Um, I mentioned Chalaba earlier, uh, the first goal that they get, and I've noticed this about Liverpool, like they're kind of opportunity. They're really, they're really just opportunists. Like they don't have the most creative players. They really just have Trent and the rest of their players. I feel like are just athletes. So they will play a pass that they don't even 
100% think will be there and they'll try to w- win scraps, you know, like, and that's, and that's what this was. And it shouldn't have been a goal, but Chalaba goes to head the ball that's literally at his feet and he should just be clearing with his feet and he doesn't get to the ball and it falls to Mane and Mane goes around the keeper and scores. And I'm like, Chalaba again, not feeling the most confident coming off last game. I don't want to blame the manager for this, but I just think it's last game getting to him because he did, he was, he was poor this, that last game. And I mentioned it against Brighton. He wasn't good. And he's a big reason why we lost that game, but he was playing in a more preferred position. So I expected him to play a little better, but he, he just blew it on this goal. He just made a mistake and just blew it. So that's how we got the first goal, um, given away. Yeah, after, yeah, after basically, kids, yeah. kids, kids do a one-on-one, can't figure out how to do a one-on-one on a yep. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Mane, Mane shows him exactly how to do it. Yeah, yeah. He had, I would say he had a little bit more space to work in than Pulisic did, but at the same time, Pulisic should have finished. Like, he, he let me down. And Cisco tweeted at me and let me know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't been on his game. He hasn't been on his game. Um, so that was that situation. Um, a little later in the first half, I'm actually going to blame this goal on Rudiger because I think his awareness needs to be better. Um, basically, uh, Salah is Rudiger is basically holding on to Salah um, pretty tightly, and then Salah plays a ba- pass back to Trent. Uh, there's like three Chelsea players in the area. None of them. Mark Salah, none of them, none of them. So he just goes past all of them. Um, Rudiger is the one I'm the most upset at because he knows going into this game, even if Tuchel doesn't tell him, hey, they have Mo Salah and I have Marcus Alonso on my side. I need to be paying close attention to Salah. So to me, this goal's on Rudiger because once this pass goes through from Trent, beautiful pass, by the way, of course, um, like, like usual, once this pass goes through to Salah, and he's one on one with Alonso, like it's it's GG. Like, you know, you, you putting your money on Salah. So he kind of makes a quick move, fakes inside, because he always goes inside and uh has a nice little like kind of like lob shot to the near post that beats Mindy and we're down two oh. Just like that. And it's Lonzo's just a defensive say what? Lonzo's gotta be better, but I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you say Lonzo's, you say Lonzo's got to be better, but he be he's shown he's shown over time that he can't do it. And Salah's the but one he's of the playing best that position. So he yes, he is, he is. But have you seen anybody? Have you seen any? Have you seen anybody do well against Salah this year? So uh, there was one so, game we talked about. One game, someone, someone, one team. Someone did, but it wasn't Marcus Alonso. In in going into this game, you know that Tuchel knows that Marcus Alonso in a Salah matchup is not going to work because Marcus Alonso can't stay with Lamptey. He definitely can't stay with Salah. Like if anybody's got any pace, they're going to go past Marcus Alonso. So you know going into this game, if you're Rudiger, hey. uh I probably need to stay on Salah. And that's why you see in the second half, and you'll probably see clips of it in pictures, Rudiger is basically just man-marking Salah out of the game, which he should have been doing from the start. So I don't know if it's adjustment from Tuchel or it was supposed to be like that the whole game and Rudiger just fell asleep. Because on that play, it was just it was just poor defending, and they deserved that goal. Um, a little bit later... uh. 
we start attacking, not giving up hope or whatever. We're staying in the game. So we get a corner and a ball gets deflected back to Kovacic. And Kovacic hits goal of the season, in my opinion. Um, he, the ball bounces to him. He volleys it, hits it very, very clean to where it dips. It hits the post and then just bounces in. And, and the, the amount of time that it took to bounce and actually go over the line is, I swear it took five minutes. Cause I was like, I know it's close, but I need to see it cross the line. So it, it hits the post and then like finally like inches over the line or whatever. And I'm like, what a goal. <laughs> what a goal. And the Puka, the Puskas award is the goal of the season. And they were already talking about that might be the one. And I would love that. I love a Chelsea player to get that. Because Kovic just doesn't even score a lot of goals, but dude is a magician with the ball. Like I don't know how he does some of the stuff he does. He had an excellent game. He and Conte, he and Conte ran this game. I've never seen them play that well together. And I think with three midfielders healthy, I think Kovacic and Conte actually start every game if they're healthy. And Jorginho actually has to fight for a spot in this team because the way they played that game was absolutely ridiculous like they were amazing both of them were just absolutely amazing you know about Conte Conte looked from, like Silva in this game I he's, really appreciate he's sick he, and he also presses so much he's never never just sitting around walking doesn't stop pressing. he doesn't stop <laughs> back on defense like, yep. like damn it like the CDM and a, and a central middle like he plays every yeah. every part of the midfield he plays all and he's, and he's constantly he's Work rate is consistently high. He's elite. He's elite. He's elite. Like the best finisher. I mean, but you have to you have to keep yeah you have to keep midfielders I think in different categories because if you say like who is the best midfielder in the world, Conte's in that discussion. Like he's in that discussion. Of course, you want to put more creative players ahead of him and stuff like that, but he's in. That discussion is the best midfielder in the world. Like he's he's so so good, and he's just getting better. Like going forward, when that wasn't really much of his game. Like he's so good at finding people. He's really good at being patient with the ball and not forcing passes. That's one of the things I really like about him. He doesn't give the ball away that often, even though he's the one winning the bat. Um. So, uh, perfect to keep going on because. We're still pressing in this first half and we're feeling like we're in the game. Um, and we win the ball back and it's Conte again, who plays a beautiful ball up to Pulisic, who's just on side. I think Conte's just on side when he gets the ball and Pulisic's just on side when he gets the ball. Um, and now you kind of got that rush of blood in your head again because Pulisic's in bad form. Um, but to me, for him to take this shot, off of uh, a really good first touch and take it left-footed, it tells me that his confidence like just hasn't fallen. Because if your confidence is is going away, you're doing everything you can to get it on your strong foot. But for him to take it kind of like off of volley and shoot it left-footed, nah, Pulisic's confidence is there. He's just been playing bad. That, so I, I would <laughs> say it's more about momentum. So y'all just scored basically four, minute, four minutes before. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Momentum is a thing in sports. Like, when you, just like uh, D'Antoni, the basketball coach, talks about having yep. more energy 
It's a it's a real thing. When you see other people making shots, it just <laughs> you're like, yo, you know what? It I, is I, going. I, I'm it's easy. It's easy. Hot, yeah. I'm hot too, apparently. So I feel you. Yeah. For those things like y'all, yep. were, y'all just scored, y'all was feeling good, and then you're like, oh, and throughout this entire game, Liverpool looked going for This is why I'm not yeah, yeah. about them catching. I because they're a suspect on defense. I I agree. They were. I mean. I think they're known for playing a high line. Like, they're known for, like, just leaving the space in behind and then trying to get you an offside trap or just trying to press you into making mistakes. But when I was watching parts of this game, I'm like, we are missing Timo this game because Timo would be in behind them all day long because they were not, like, they were not playing back at all. They weren't afraid of our players running behind them. So they were just like, yeah, we just going to play up high and see what y'all can do about it. And we didn't take too much advantage of it, but we got our goals and we got our point. And I think it's a deserved point. Amazing game, probably game of the season. Um, especially if you're like a fan of any other team, but those two and weren't stressed about the game. Like it was just a fun game to watch. It ended 2 2. Um, I think the only other notes I had from this were, um, one thing I noticed that if Alonzo is in the game, because right now you don't have another option for left wing back, he has to be on free kicks. Mount shouldn't be on free kicks. I love Mason Mount, but Alonzo's just a better free kick taker. Simple as that. Um, it's selfish for him to take that free kick because Alonzo's just better. And, uh, so that's one thing. Was it a, <laughs> what? Was it a side, this love is a side of the field type thing. Was it a left? It, it was on it was on the left side of the field, and I don't know if it's that that I think maybe maybe that side of the field is more there's a better opportunity for a right footed player. But I just seen Alonzo. Yeah, I've just seen Alonzo score so many free kicks that if it's an opportunity to score a free kick, I want Alonzo taking it. Like he he's got one of the best shots on the team, surprisingly. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't have, he doesn't have like the athleticism or the speed to be able to get his shot off. So if he gets an opportunity for a free kick, like let the man shoot, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like as simple as that. He's one of the best at free kicks. Yes. And he's, he's super talented. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really good. And he, he hasn't made any as, as of late, but it's like he, he's got a proven record that he can make them. So like, Put him on the free kicks, you know, and, and with pace too. It's like it, it's a yep. ball that you don't have time to you know, react, react as, a, yep. as a defender. He he puts the ball accurately and it's up and down. In the NFL, yeah. they talk about you gotta be able to make that up and down pass that that play where you throw the ball over the zone. He can consistently throw that, put the ball up and down and get that ball down towards the yeah. offensive player consistently, and that's super hard with. It's your feet. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? They're throwing. It. Yeah. But to be able to do that, get up and down, this is something that KDB excels at, is to be able to get that ball to go up and down. This is something that Mount's not great at. Mount's good yeah. at, he's good at putting the ball in an area, but he's not good at making the ball go up yeah. over the defender. And even, even with those, he's not consistent. You know, like we talked about it before. It's like, if there's a crossing opportunity, like, and the ball needs to be put in a certain spot, Mount might get it there four times out of ten, but KDB's yeah. gonna get it there nine or ten times out of ten, like because he's that good. So Mount's like he's not as consistent at 
producing that quality. So in these situations, I'm just like, I've seen Mount take corners and they've just been terrible. You know what I mean? So since he doesn't have that kind of consistency, just because, just because I love, I love Mason Mount, man. He's a great player and he's, he's Chelsea through and through and he's a hard worker and everything. But it's just one of those. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where it's just like, Alonzo's a proven good free kick taker. Like you shouldn't be taking the ball from him. I know you're, you're the man at Chelsea, but it's like, let this man have this free kick and back up. Like he's, he's better. He's better to you, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like a free throw. It's like a free throw, right? Right. LeBron, LeBron shouldn't be taking technical free throws. Yeah. He's got, if he's got Steph Curry on his team, you know what I mean? I don't care how many, I don't care how many points you score in. Like this dude is better. Or if you're in rhythm, like this dude is proven to be way better than you at taking free throws, so he's taking the free throws. It's the same reason you know? why Mares does it for us. Mares <laughs> takes a lot of our free kicks and a lot of our penalties. Yeah, he takes the penalties. He's super great at. He's just super yeah. great. And a lot of times, I will, I will, I'll try to get mad, you know, because I'm like, why yeah. the hell is Mares taking his free kick when we have KDB? But I'm like, Mares mm-hmm. is super great at free kicks. It's just like one yeah. thing he excels at. Man's just man just better. Like Jorginho's taking our penalties over our strikers, and you want strikers to have goals and gain confidence. But Jorginho's been putting penalties in the net, so I'm happy with Jorginho taking the penalties. You know what I mean? If he was missing, all right, let's talk about getting somebody else up there. But dude, making them so step back and mace him out. I don't want to ever see you take a penalty either because his penalties have been terrible too. So it's like it's like you said before. Know your role. Like Mason Mount, you are you are a talented player, but I think your biggest talent is your energy that you bring to the game. So keep keep that energy going. You're on mute. Thank you. Just just finish. Yeah, yeah. Just stay just in the middle, keep, create, yeah. and just finish. His, yeah. And his finishing hasn't been great lately. So I think he I think he just needs a rest. I think he needs a rest or almost to watch a game. It's and just be like, just get his head. Just he's had a, he has a rough couple weeks, but. But yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it for that game. I got a note, another note saying that Rudiger, once again, with his athleticism, is able to get to headers, but he doesn't really put them on target. Or if he does put them on target, they're easy saves. So he's, I can't say he's good in the air just because he gets to the ball. It's almost like, okay, he's got the athleticism to win a header, but he doesn't have the skill to put it on target for it to be a threatening goal scoring opportunity so it's just just one of those things it's like we have to find more ways to get goals because Rudiger and some other players aren't necessarily like getting us those goals so we gotta we gotta mix it up strengthen our attack a little bit yeah my last note on this one is um I gotta give my respect to Mendy Mendy you know whole bunch of he's back. he's back all he's in back. <laughs> like many matrix is what I call him. You know, the man was out there balling. Even though he gave up two goals, he yeah. out of his mind this game. Um yeah. he uh offensively like making passes, he just doesn't have the accuracy. That's just not his game. Um, he's not Ederson. <laughs> stop making giving him the opportunity to make long balls and just pass the ball to your 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 left backs and your right backs and 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 play it play out play it play out of the back of your team and figure that out but just um yeah. but defensively in this game just respect he made a great play on uh money uh in this game great save on yes. but um yes one on one great save basically saved the game on that 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe big props up for me. That's my last. Yep. Uh, for me, I just want to. I think this is the first time I didn't pick one, but I gotta say Conte and Kovacic because Conte just ran the midfield, and Kovacic helped him run the midfield and was excellent this game. He's another like just good presser. And he's really good at keeping the ball, and obviously he scored a goal too. So I'm going to give it to both. Luckily, there was a three K, so I'm going to give it to coaches and Conte. So KK, <laughs> not the third though. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I agree with that. Actually, uh, my, my, the guy I put down was Pulisic. Um, this is resilience. I believe. Messing up, messing yeah. up in the beginning, uh, just to be able to keep your cool and. And just not as a sport, you know, with, with sports, as we know, most of the game, 90% of the game, a lot of it is, is mental. And you just got to be able to overcome that mental because you have the ability to do it. You've been dominating um, the sport since you were a teenager. You know, so yeah. it's, it's really all about upstairs. <laughs> got it. Yeah, I got to give him. That's, that's, a, that's a big shout because he had to be real patient, too, because he had to be played at like right wing back and left wing back a lot because of all our injuries and stuff like that. So he finally got an opportunity to kind of play where he wanted to play. And he showed the coach what he could do. Like obviously he messed up one chance, but he scored the next one. So he's, he's doing the best thing you can do as a player. And that's giving coach a, a headache when it comes to picking your team. And that's what you're supposed to do. Like he's, he scored a big goal for us. So it's like, can you afford to drop him? Maybe not, you know? Yep. So I guess the the final thing we do before we do our final season tickets, we gotta talk about Romelu. Um, that's where uh, we gotta talk about Romelu. Um, All right. So yeah, yeah. Um, he came out, and I think the thing I love the most about now is just the memes that are going around because he talked about his love for Inter and everything. How he loves Italy. And now people are just posting a bunch of different stuff about how he loves Italy. And uh, I just think um, he did the interview because he was frustrated with how the team was playing. And it is different. Like, we play a similar system, but he doesn't – he's not seeing the ball as much as he saw it enter. So, of course, the frustration's there. But it's like, be more mature about it. Be an adult. Go talk to the coach about it. Don't just go and randomly do an interview and be like, yeah, I'm not really happy with the thing, with the way Chelsea is doing things. And I really love Inter and I would have nef- never left Inter if they had the money to pay me. Cause that's basically how it went. It was like, yeah, if they weren't in a financial crisis and they can afford to pay me, like I would have still been there. Okay, bro. Well, why did you leave? Just play for less money and stay at Italy if you like it so much, bro. Like do your thing. So I just think he just showed. A lot of immaturity, but apparently he came out with an apology and the fans seem to have accepted his apology. I mean, to me, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, we bought you in because we did need more goals. Were you the perfect fit for our team? Maybe not. Have you been playing okay? Yeah, you've been playing okay. But yeah, yeah, he was on fire early on and he's been good the last couple games too. Even the game today, he was all right. He didn't score, but he he was all right. Um, but but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it's like I understand you frustrated with the team, but 
talk to the team about it. Like, don't go and do an interview <laughs> to where you're just going to expose the whole team. Like, it's just, it's just immaturity to me. It's like you just being immature. Like, go talk to the coach. Just yeah. being, a, he's just being a diva, man. He's just being yeah. a diva. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, I'm, a, being I'm a diva. Devil's advocate on this one. Um, <coughs> so, so I got to go back in. And and rewatch or listen to what he said again because uh, I clearly I didn't get all of it. Um, basically, what I my takeaway from it was he was just saying that you know in his prime he still wants to be able to uh, you know play play there. And he he wasn't saying that he wants to play there now or he's trying to leave or anything like that. He was just saying uh, hopefully you know, in, in, in in the future I'll be able to play there. Yeah. But he's but he's twenty eight though he's twenty eight yeah. so he's only got like a couple more years in his prime. Yeah, he can play, but he can still play four or five years in his prime. Like you can, you can, you can get to your mid thirties, I guess. As a if you're one of those elite players, um, I guess Romelu is not really one of those type of players. He's really one, type, but he, he he's seen enough old. Uh, I don't want to talk about certain players called old um, washed up strikers out, but um, there's some guys that uh. Some Everton guys, some, some guys that play for some teams that um <laughs> that play that play long. Um, yeah. And uh, I feel like he's still got a good four or five years, so he could do a good two years, or then go do his thing at the end and retire where he wants to retire. I don't have no issue with that. I gotta go back and talk up and, and listen to more about what he was talking about, how the team was playing. He's not fitting or whatever. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was there was basically stuff where he was just saying um, that Tuchel, the coach, has decided to play a certain way, and he basically just said he's not happy. He's not happy with the way that they're playing, but he's a worker and he's going to continue to work. Basically, and you know what's interesting about that is like you basically made yourself a one-dimensional player by not giving the extra effort to press and do all the other things. You basically decided this is the way I'm going to play, and then, and which is and like you've been accept, you've been super successful. You know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with yeah, Bell, he, he you've was, been this way yes. your whole career. So I understand yeah. that. But you're going. You went when you went to this team. You knew that you were you were. You know the way they play. Did you not watch their game? Did you yeah. not watch film and see the way that they play and yeah. see the way? Yeah, it's it's annoying, bro. It's like you could have you could have watched it. And other things he said were just like, um, and it was some of it might have been lost in translate translation. But he was like, I think he said something like, "All." He said something like, "I dreamed of going to a top team, like in the top teams are like Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and some other team." You know what I mean? And he didn't mention Chelsea. So it's almost like he was saying, "Oh yeah, I just kind of landed at Chelsea." You know what I mean? I wanted to go to a big team, but I just oh, kind of landed just won here at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And and it, it's just funny because like when he's rephrasing, he was like, "Obviously, Chelsea are a big team, and I've always been a fan of this team." And blah 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 blah. It's like, play for them. <laughs> bro, it's like, bro, you sound like an absolute clown. Like, just come out and perform and actually press and just be a player so that we don't have to remember you for what you said off the field because you basically just sounded like a clown. And apparently some people were saying Inter doesn't even want him back. <laughs> They're like, nah, bro, we don't want you back. You left. Like, peace. You know? So it's like, you're just putting, your, you're just putting yourself in a bad position. Like, I don't know what 
he wanted to get out of that interview. Like, we're already paying him so much money, so it's not like you needed the money. It's like, I just need to get this off my chest, but I ain't going to talk to the team about it. I'm going to just talk in this interview about it. And I would really still say the same thing, and I wouldn't actually be mad because you you need your coach. It's not on the player to change who, they, who, who they've been, you know, to master system. You need to master system for players. Um, so to me, it's on Pep to figure it out with Grealish. Same thing with Tuku. Like, Tuku just got to figure it out with, with Romulo. Because it worked early on. Y'all were completely dominating the league early on in the season. It's not like it didn't work. It worked. It's not like with Grealish where it hasn't been working damn near the whole season. Bro, our, our only, our only problem, our only problem has been injuries in key positions and the key positions that, uh, we unfortunately haven't been able to, um, deal with. Like, like, Reese James is a huge miss. Chilwell has been a huge miss lately. Like those positions, we don't. Um, we the unfortunately just don't have. Yeah, we just we Reece just don't have. Good. Yeah, he has been. We just don't have a good enough backup to fill fill the void that they left when they got hurt. And and that's just what it is because Lukaku, even when he wasn't scoring goals, he was basically drawing two defenders, and that's how Reese James and Chilwell and all these other players stepped up and scored these goals. So when Lukaku was out, like we missed him because there wasn't those opportunities for those players. And y'all, and so, y'all not beating us with Kai in the Champions League. Y'all not beating us. Y'all not beating us with Kai. Like, y'all, you don't think so? You don't. You don't think so? Y'all not beating us with Kai. We did. La- we did last year. Y'all not. Be- not this year. Y'all not. Be- it was. Y'all not about, it it was Kai. It y'all was Kai. Kai. I know Kai. I'm oh, not, I understand. I'm not a fan Kai. Y'all not beating. It was us Kai that one. It was Kai. I'm, I'm talking about this year. I'm talking about this year. Y'all not beating us this year with Kai. If I remember correctly, it was Kai that scored the goal. I remember. I remember. And if Pep decides to do the same thing, matter just fact, not, not, not play Rodri. <laughs> matter of fact, y'all wouldn't have beat us if y'all, if, if the boy, if, if the Bruder got just enough. Um, Hits, we, we doing ifs, huh? We do a hit maker on, on my boy KDB. You know, y'all not beating us in Champions League. We, 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 we doing, we doing uh, ifs now. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Y'all literally took okay. out our best well, player. Hey, if, if, if we if we wouldn't if we wouldn't have any injuries during this Premier League season, yeah, we would be beating Man City. It would be a close we would have been we would have been beating y'all in the league. I would. I actually yeah, agree. We would go with that. We can go with that. If we would have been healthy this whole year and not forced to play Chalaba in midfield some games and. Ruben Loftus Cheek. Ruben Loftus Cheek, who has been rightfully benched lately because he's been trash. <laughs> no, I, you won't, I, I, you won't no. see the field again unless there's more injuries. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just saying us yeah. full strength. Um, with Silver playing the way he's playing, which is different than it was last year. Y'all not beating us with Kai as your as as the threat because it's not enough offensively, especially with Mount and Pace nah, being I, I think being I think it on. is because the honestly though, because not, Kai Kai actually has to work on his game, if I'm being honest, but one of the best parts of his game though is he presses. And yeah, if y'all gonna play and if y'all gonna play somebody like Laporte, that's where y'all gonna lose the game. I think Pep's because gonna figure Laporte's out, gonna I'm, make a mistake. I, I'm saying I'm saying Pep, Laporte's gonna make a mistake and gift us I know, a I know that. I know that. I'm just saying Pep is going to fix that problem by the time we have to deal with y'all in the Champions League. Because that is that is how that's how that's the only reason we got past Real Madrid is because 
Kai wouldn't let their defenders rest. And Sergio Ramos kept making mistakes because Kai was all over him. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, that was the best part of Kai's game was him pressing throughout the Champions League run. Yeah. Man was just pressing, and he just happened to score a big goal against y'all. And yeah. it wasn't because Kai. of his play. Like, was, he, he makes he makes good run. He has really good movements. He's not always found, but he has really good movement off the ball, and he's just willing to press. And that's that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest asset he has to press. Right I'm not, now, I might be pressing. completely missing this. I might be not knowing this. Was that his first Champions League goal? I think it was. It, it was such a um, weird thing. No, I think I think he did score a couple Champions League goals like early on when we were playing some worse teams. I think he I think he was getting a couple goals early on, but okay. I mean, obviously, I, I remember it's it being obviously the one he's never gonna forget. <laughs> I remember being a rare thing, and I don't, I remember not like being like, oh, yeah. all right, okay, yeah, got, if, we, if this is the way we lose, we tie got and we lose. But then when KDB gets hurt, like whatever. <laughs> like I was saying, if KDB's healthy and Foden's out there playing his game, and if Silva's going to continue to look like one of the best players, if not the best player with Salah in the league, y'all not beating us in the championship. Yeah, I just huh. well, you you just need not to, the way y'all play need, it now. Maybe y'all you just need Pep. Pep has been. I have to get Pep, and I told you this earlier. He has been perfecting stuff all year. Like he has been picking the perfect lineups. And it's just it's just recently that he's been inching through games. Before that, y'all have been dominating people. So I don't know what's happened as of late that's gotten y'all even close on games. But Pep has been almost perfect. Like I'll give him like a ninety-nine player rating or something like that this okay. year for his management. He's been managing games. Been playing out of his mind, like he- yeah, and so he's been playing it out of his mind too. But hey, yeah, but Pep has been. Pep has been managing this Premier League season perfectly, but all it takes is one mistake in the Champions League, and yeah. you're out of that. Piece. Like that's yeah. that's the thing, though. That's the thing is all. It that's, takes what saying, one, one that's what I'm saying with Laporte. That's what I'm saying with Laporte. Laporte can't play. Because that's, that's the only that's the only that's thing right. we did. That's the only thing we did to beat y'all. Y'all just made one mistake. Kyle Walker got caught up too far up the pitch. Timo made a run to drag somebody else out of position, and Kyle was in perfect position to score. Like that's. All it took is one mistake, and that's that's the cool thing about soccer. But it also makes it hard to watch sometimes because sometimes it does come down to just one mistake. It's just like it's just like football, it, like it's American football. It's just like like yeah. the best teams don't always win. It's, yep. it's all about health and opportunity, and there's a lot of luck in. Yep. But yep. and there's a but there's a ton of strategy that goes into it, which is why I love it so much. There's just certain players that to me I don't trust. And Laporte is one of those guys I just don't trust him against the best teams. I don't trust him, and I don't trust Cancelo in in, in, in the best game. I don't trust. Him. Yeah, I can't I can't trust. I think him. I think uh I think a healthy Kyle Walker is really important for y'all. Maybe not in the Premier League. I think y'all can win in the Premier League without him. But I think even though he low key made the mistake to help y'all lose to. Freaking Premier League. I mean, the Champions League last year. I think he's, I think he's important because give like both sides. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all go against like Salah or just a really good winger, like Real Madrid's been all right. So if y'all face up against them and y'all have to play Cancelo, like you know it, we all know it. Like Cancelo can be beat by a good winger. Like he, you know, he he can lose that matchup. If it's an average winger, he's gonna lock him up like like it's nothing, and y'all just gonna keep the ball. But if it's a good winger, he's got to play the whole game. 
like we saw what happened when he was in solid. It wasn't yeah. pretty. Wasn't pretty. So it's just it's just one of those things. Like all their, all teams have weaknesses, and if you can get Salah, or you can get your best winger isolated on Cancelo, or one of your best attackers going up against Laporte, you might be able to have a little joy. But and then the, again, you gotta then again you gotta get the ball yes, from City, and y'all don't like giving up the ball. <laughs> yes, the only thing I will say that can stop besides Laporte doing something crazy and Cancelo making just mental errors and mistakes is Diaz has to get back onto the game. Um, Diaz has to be one of the best uh, defensive players in the league or it's going to be an issue because we have too many defensive players that have an offensive mindset and he covers for so many players. He has to be on top of his game and this year he has been wild uh, off and up. He's been, he's been making a lot of mistakes, stuff he didn't do last year. And just, just super bad, stay on your feet type thing. He's constantly get, diving mm-hmm. to try to make slide tackles when you just got to stay on your feet and just be patient and then make them make a move and make a, a crazy shot. Cause in yeah, traffic, yeah. it's hard to make shots in traffic. Like just stay on your feet. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. when you just throw yourself out of the play and then now they have a free <coughs> shot. So Diaz has to be better. Um, especially because of the way our, we play. Basically, our outside defenders play offensively the, the, the entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing Zichenko, so you know we'll see. Uh, it's it's really going to be on our defense, but but this 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 year, I'm I'm I'm, I'm more than confident, and I can say that without any remorse that y'all not beating us with kind of starting. The only way y'all beat us is if Romelu gets back in form, and then we have a problem. Because we don't have anybody um, besides Diaz who's physical enough to deal with Romulo. We don't have anybody like that. Um, um, Laporte is physical, but he's just stupid with his physical. He just mm-hmm. doesn't know how to use it. Um, um, he, apparently, he knows how to use it as an offensive player in on our corners, but apparently, he just doesn't yeah. know how to use it at the right time. So, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, that's my season takeaways. We're in great shape. We're clearly going to win the Premier League uh, with that, but it's all about Champions League. I mean, this year, um, especially what we lost last year. Um, the final thing we got to do is our predictions, and we're going to So, um, we're going to be actually off for a week. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do a pod just on a random topic. We might do that. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I do a lot of editing and a lot of crap, so it's just depending what on how I feel. We might take a week off. More than likely, we'll probably take a week off, but um, the game that we have to, uh, you know, predict is uh, City versus Chelsea, man. We play on the 15th, man. Love to see it. Love to see it. I'll have to check and see if we have any more games in between that. Because if we don't, then I really feel good about us. I really feel good about us. Because if we, if we can have a healthy Conte and Kovacic in that midfield and a pretty healthy back three, if we can get Reese James. Oh, I don't know about Reese James. I think he's out for a little while. But I guess Aspie will have to run it for us. But I don't mind that because I don't. I don't think y'all. I think the way we're set up defensively works pretty well against you guys. And I think the most threatening player for how y'all play against us, the most threatening players would be Sterling and Mars. I would say Sterling wouldn't be a problem. Um, but 
if Reese James is if Reese if Reese James isn't fit, then Sterling will be a problem. But Mars Mars will be a problem if we gotta play with Alonzo, so Yeah. It's just yeah. If Mares is not likely starting against y'all, more than likely, yeah, yeah, but but going but going forward, I think uh, I think Lukaku's got a point to prove to Chelsea that he wants to be there. So I think Tuchel I think Tuchel starts him in this game um, after he played all right the game before, and I think Mount actually gets some rest and plays pretty well too. So I like us two one. I like us two one, and I like the. The whole Premier League to say that the race is still on for first place. It's not really going to be on, but I like I like that to be the opportunity that we beat y'all. I think we watched some film on Wolves, um, in Arsenal, and figure out what they did against y'all because they played really well against y'all. Um, and and we go and get we go and get a two one, probably score off a corner, and Lukaku probably wins another header. So yeah. So, um, you guys got uh, the FA Cup and the League Cup before this. Oh, great. Yeah, great. Awesome. No breaks. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, wait. Uh, the FA Cup game was today, though, right? No, you got a Chesterfield on the, on Saturday. Chesterfield. Oh, great. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Todd was, was a League Cup game today. Okay, okay. So you play them, I guess you play, play them again on the 12th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So uh, my prediction for this game, I think this is a draw. I think this is a 2-2 game. Um, it's respect. I'll take that. <laughs> respect. Um, <laughs> we've just been so on fire. We won 11 straight. Eventually, this just got to end. Um, <laughs> even though last year, I think it was 20-something games, 20 Last year. Well, obviously, we're on fire. Um, I could easily say maybe we could win this game. Um, but I'm just a little worried about the, the defensively. Um, I'm worried about Laporte. I'm worried about um, our, our uh, Diaz. Um, our outside guys are too offensive minded that, and they're constantly out of position. I think maybe Walker plays in this game. Cover for somebody, and I, I would love to see Walker and Walker out there and, 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 and just play defensive um, back line and then play, you know, De Bruyne and Silva and Rodri and maybe play uh, Jesus Grealish in the, as a false sign and then Foden. Um, that would be my ideal lineup for this game and sit Cancelo, uh, maybe put Cancelo as a sub halfway in the game if we're not. Able to score and maybe bring in, um, uh, Tichenko maybe in the second half if we have offensive troubles. But I think we should just go straight defensive four on our back line and, and, and then just play through our middle and try to figure out, even though y'all like to talk up the middle and Conte's going to be a problem for the boy. Obviously, that's a mismatch. Conte's just too great of an athlete for the boy. But uh, at least De Bruyne will get a couple set pieces because someone will get fouled, someone like Lewis will get some fouls. So I just think this will be a 2-2 game. I think Foden will be the reason why we will be down probably 2-1 and then Foden probably ties us up later on. I think uh, Foden 
or really shines in this game and really backs up my point that we're just a different team. Um, they're just certain players uh, when they're on the team, they're like, we're, we're live now. And you just certain players where he's not playing. You just look like a regular team with good players. To beat Chelsea, we gotta be, we have to be great. And we need greatness to be on the, be on the pitch. Or, or otherwise, we're not gonna beat them. So, and I like our resilience. We, we've been down a couple games and things like that, but I just think that this is gonna be a draw. Um, I, 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 we could lose this game. I don't, we, we could easily lose this game, especially on the street, on the street right now, so. But, I'm, I'm thinking this is a 2 2 game. And, um, both Edison and, and Mundy both ball out. I think they both ball out, but they probably give up two goals. And just because the offense is just too, too excellent. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we need, I think we do need Rom against y'all, but I'm not going to say we can't win without him. Um, but I think he, he will do a good job of either occupying Ruben Diaz or Laporte. Um, either one is fine with me because, It'll just give space to the other players and Ruben Diaz is so good at blocking shots and just getting in the way. So if Lukaku's occupying him, somebody else should be free. And it's probably going to be Mount because I think Mount will get some rest eventually because I think Tuchel will see that. Yeah, he's, he's just tired and that's not helping his form. So I think Mount will find some freedom. Hopefully, or Kai or Werner will find some freedom that'll be created because Lukaku's drawn so much attention. Because his his presence is probably his biggest asset to our team. His presence in drawing one or two center backs to him so that other people can play around him. Yeah, if Romelu doesn't play, I don't think this is a two-two game. Romelu doesn't play, um, but <coughs> because you guys also have Werner. He just makes great runs. Mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about him finishing, but because he makes so much great runs, he's drawn attention. He'll be a problem yeah. for us if, if he plays because he'll, he'll catch a lot of our winger players out of position. So it, it'll be a great game. It'll be probably one of the games of the year. Obviously, two games from standings on that. So hopefully, hopefully it's not a letdown. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. I'm not too comfortable going to win this game. I think it's going to be a draw or a lose, to be honest with you. But just because we're on the street and because of the holes in our defense that haven't been fully exposed by a team yet, and eventually it's going to get exposed. Um, we've had the best defense in the, in the league. Um, it, it, we're not going to keep this up the entire season. Only been exposed by Liverpool. Yeah. Only been exposed by Salah, I should say. Not even. And, and that game, I was pretty sure that game was a, did we lose? I thought it was a draw. I think it was a draw. I don't even think I lost, but it was exposed though. <laughs> it was a draw. But yeah, yeah. eventually there's going to be a loss. That's going to be embarrassing. There's always one. Even if it's not embarrassing because Chelsea, there's always one way. Which is always one. It's, I think it's one of the numbers. And Chelsea's had a number, even though we did draw with y'all earlier this season. I think y'all, y'all, y'all might get us, um, but I'm I'm predicting a draw just to be hopeful. I just hope I just hope my boys are healthy, man. I just hope my boys are healthy. I'm seeing a player go down basically every game, and it's just stressful because we don't have a deep enough team. Like I thought we did until I saw some of these boys playing this year, and I'm like, nah, we ain't got it. Yeah, yeah. I was like. 
I was like, nah, Ruben Loftus Cheek ain't it. Bunch of players I found out a lot about this year. Like I loved, I loved us this year. I loved that we won the Champions League. But there's a bunch of players that I'm like, they ain't it. They ain't it. And I mean, because there's times in the game where Jorginho's in there and he's brilliant, and there's other times where I'm like, bro, like you cannot give the ball up there. You know what I mean? Because he, because he doesn't have a physical presence. You know, he's not strong. But, but yeah, like players like Ruben Loftus Cheek. He's the one that always sticks out. And like he, in the system that we're playing right now, he's not it. If we were playing with three midfielders and he can just beat a more attacking one, okay, I like him to have a better opportunity. But he still doesn't have that like final pass in him, man. He just likes to hold the ball all the time. It's like, bro, just find a pass and play it. You know, like you don't have to dribble the ball all the time. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be killing that man. And, Child I like, but he's just he just gotta play one position. That's it. He ain't, he ain't versatile enough to play in other positions yet. Maybe he will. He's young. But right now, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> that, might, that might be the, the title of this pod, Stay in Your Lane. Stay in your lane. I love it. I love it. Stay in your lane. <laughs> certain players, certain guys are just aren't versatile, but he's really good at that position too. So just stay in yeah. lane to not yeah, be Anyway, that's all I have, bro. Um, same, bro. Same. It's been uh been a pleasure. Obviously, um, this was a great one. Obviously, because we were going through all our games, we were talking about other teams. Talk about our teams, yeah. Butler's other teams. Hey, Butler's other teams, because I'm down for my team. All <laughs> <laughs> these other teams matter, but um, yeah, but uh, it's been a great season, man. A lot of great, especially this past week. A lot of great games, man. It's really competitive. Um, Harry, yes. Kane, Harry Kane out there. Shout out to Harry Kane, man. Finally, he been balling finally. Yep, finally like coming himself, um, to play. Getting ready, you know, getting ready to be a, a city player. So be happy to see that next year. Um, and then there'll be no y'all have no shot to get Harry Kane. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, bro. Yeah. We out now. All right, bro. One. All right, all right one. <laughs>